1998, DreamWorks Animation released perhaps one of the greatest animated films of all time. And somewhere around 2015, we decided what if that animated musical film became a stage show? And at first, people like us were really excited about it. But then you start to get a little bit worried. And then you find out that in 2020, they actually did the production in the West End and they filmed it. And now we can watch it. That was The Prince of Egypt. And this is Godfellas. Hello and welcome to Godfellas, the podcast that follows dynamics when singing in Christ alone. My name is Miss Hannah. Oh, he's muted. <laughs> I messed it up. I'm Mr. Jimmy. And I'm <laughs> Mr. Zach. Um, Zach gave a confuzzled face. That's not a word. Um, you know in Christ alone where you start the verse three. There in the ground, his body lay. Uh, I know light what... of the world by darkness slain, then bursting forth. Doo, doo, doo. I've I've been to uh, the church you used to go to that did it at Easter. I've never. That's the only place where I've heard it sung like that. Well, I always try to start soft and then, um, not like big brass, but I try to add a little dynamic so most I guess of the, we're not the podcast that most of the time when i've heard it in christ alone because the time signature is so weird it's been like either with just a piano or an acoustic guitar or chat sorry well, sorry welcome <laughs> to Godfellas. um okay. and today we are talking about a very exciting i think this is the first of its kind when it comes to like this episode i mean of yeah, Godfellas, yeah. not I've- the first of no, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done a stage show, a recorded stage production, pro shot, um, as as the pros call it, um, uh, on the podcast before. So today we are we are talking about the Prince of Egypt um musical that was recorded um from the West End production in uh twenty twenty. Um that's now released digitally. Um and I believe people can watch it on YouTube on Voodoo. Voodoo. It was not available to rent on YouTube. I'm sure there's like a mu I think there's like a musical theater streaming thing. But it was more I was scrolling through Voodoo and saw it was. I'm gonna go out on a limb. DreamWorks is connected with Universal in some way, yeah. Yeah. I say around Easter, this will be on Peacock. That's like a shoe in. Oh I think. That's a good point. If they are connected. I don't know companies. I just know Disney owns a lot of stuff. That's but I, I thought DreamWorks, because I watched Puss in Boots on Peacock. And anyway. And it's so anyway. good. And it's yeah, so good. Yeah, you should all go so watch good. that. You should, watch, um, you should all watch Puss in Boots. But we're talking about our other favorite fearless hero today. Just Shrek. Um, fearless is not the right word to describe. Everybody has fear, except for Puss in Boots. So, I need this fearer. That's, that's what the entire Puss in Boots The Last Wish is about, is about him having anxieties and fear. That's true. <laughs> 
That's true. Um, so this production um ran at the London's Dominion Theater um from I believe the end of maybe 2019, early 2020, all the way through January of 2022. So this had a pretty really? good run. I'm not sure how long the West End was shut down for during the pandemic. Uh well, the prime pandemic years, I should say. Yeah. Um, so I, I might need to fact check that real quick. Did it really run for that long? Yeah. Wow. I I didn't I was unaware that it had gone on for that length of time. That's wow. Yeah. Wow. Here we go. Wait. Um so it actually workshopped in twenty fifteen. Yeah. It premiered at the um theater work Silicon Valley in Mountain View, California in twenty seventeen. And then it played a couple other theaters in 2017, 2018, and then it made its transfer in 2020 to the West End. Um, oh, it actually played in Copenhagen, fun, and Utah, and then the mm. West End. Um, okay, it was supposed to run from February 5th to October 31st, 2020, for a limited 39-week engagement. Um, then it closed after six weeks, and then it reopened July 2021 and concluded its run on January 18th. Okay. Interesting. Hannah, since you are the uh, the knower of things for this musical, which production is this film? Is this the original West End production or is this another one? Um, yeah, it's the the West End, I believe. Okay. The West End cool. production. Awesome. So it's like the original. Like, yeah, we this is program. at the Dominion Theater, um, I believe. And I believe it's all the original cast. I don't think it's. I'm guessing if it's the pro. Oh shoot. no! Actually, the no? only one that came in new was the guy who played Jethro. Interesting. Interesting. Jethro killed it. Anyway, not spoiling anything. Oh, I'm excited to do this episode now. So yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a little bit of the of the background. Um, a little bit more just as we start. All the new music was written by Stephen Schwartz, who uh, wrote the music for the animated film in 98. Um, the book was by um, Philip Lezebnik, who... And, yeah, other credits? Um, huh? Any other credits? From him? Yeah. Yeah, he is the uh, uh, screenwriter for Pocahontas, Mulan, Prince of Egypt, and The Road to El Dorado. All those animated No music. way. Yeah. Wow. So he's credited... Well, he's not the sole screenwriter on Prince Beach, right. is he? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, um... Wait, wait, which Mulan? Animated Mulan. Really? Yeah. Wow. So... That's... That's shocking. <laughs> yeah, I'm also just kind of giving a quick peek. Um, he wrote some movie called a uh, Emma and Santa Claus. Oh. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and, about and Emma and Santa Claus. And this was his second... His second stage show that he's written the screenplay for, or, or sorry, I should say the book, not the screenplay, <laughs> wrote the book for. He wrote also from 2004, so a 16-year gap, he wrote um, Hans Christian Andersen, My Fairy Tale, and then in 2022, Snow White and Me. He also wrote Emma and Santa Claus, but don't forget Ludwig and Santa Claus. Yo, was this like a trilogy about like people and Santa? Who knows? Who it's a knows? weird, but I, I can't judge. So, Zach. Yes. Why, when did you first hear about them doing a Prince of Egypt stage show? I think it was during COVID because I had, like, mentioned. Well, well we watched um, Prince, of Egypt, Prince of Egypt was the second ever episode of Godfellas. 
um, which was kind of it's. Um, I think we did that one early on because we knew people liked it and knew it kind of had like you know a bit of a cult following, and I was kind of wondering why it had never been brought to the stage. And I think I said something off mic to Mitch about it, and he said something to the effect of, "Oh yeah, they're they're doing it in the West End, but people like aren't liking it." And I was sort of like, "Oh, interesting." And then I remember like seeing, like a couple shots and maybe hearing some of it and kind of going, oh, um, okay. But I, I also kind of have a rule. If I think I'm going to get to see something on stage, I don't like to listen to the soundtrack. So this is when I was like, mm. well, if it makes it to Broadway, I don't want to like spoil anything for myself. So I kind of stayed away from it and then kind of forgot that it existed. And then, oh, what a pleasant reminder. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Jimmy, had you heard about this being a stage production before we talked to you about it? I'll also add, I don't even know how Jimmy feels about the animated movie. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, have you seen the animated movie? I have. I've seen the animated movie. I watched The Prince of Egypt in the back of a 12-passenger van on a portable DVD player or a laptop. Yes! uh, In 2012. Yes! And that was the only time I saw it. I remember! Is that the uh, only time you've yeah, seen it? Yeah, so it was fun. I was there. That was the only time I saw it. And then the other time, the only other time I thought about it was in very early pandemic, taking a walk outside and listening to the second fella, the second fella of God episodes, the second episode <laughs> of God fellas. <laughs> so, and then I haven't thought about it since. So, no, I did not oh know. My oh wow! Oh my gosh! Yeah, so Jimmy, quick- not to plug, but watch it again. You should watch it again. You really watch should it again. Watch it. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, this is, like, what I remember is, like, I, I get it, I right? I think Maggie's like, old enough. Or something was. I don't. Yeah, I'm I don't. No. <laughs> well, I, so we'll I, find out. I actually remember that story. Uh, Jimmy and I, we were in a traveling production of Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe together, and one of the guys um, bought a laptop on the road, and this is, like, right at the beginning of, like, Blu-rays and kind of digital media starting to become a thing, or, like, Netflix and whatever. So no one really had movies with them um, except for one of the girls had a couple and Prince of Egypt. And this kid watched like every time we got in the van, every day, every van, every day, every van ride. He watched Prince of Egypt. Yeah. I specifically remember it was the trip from because he he got it in Western Penn. Yeah. We would have got it. I think from there when we went to Ohio. And that that was the the second stop was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was- and he'd already watched it like eight times. It was a great time. I was like, "Oh, I like this." Yeah, makes but- makes the trip go way faster. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was. So wow. all that to say, Hannah is I'm not precious about this movie. Okay. It holds no nostalgia for gotcha. me. I'm I could be very objective. Ooh. Well, I'm- or subjective, objective. I am very nostalgic. <laughs> I, yeah. And here's what I'll say: I'm mostly nostalgic about the music. The only I was first excited when I heard what? No, go you disagree. Go on, go, no, <laughs> no, not that I disagree, but when you're saying I'm only nostalgic for the music, I I don't know. I think that's a dismissal of the fantastic voice cast in the movie okay. and the amazing animation and and things like that. So when you say you're just nostalgic for the music, it I, it feels like a little bit of a dig. But you yeah. made a dig. 
You you, you made said, a mountain of a mole. You hill. said I'm just nostalgic for the music. I thought so. Well, the music <laughs> is probably my favorite part of the anime. I do love the animated movie. It was it's it's always one I will watch. I loved it as a kid, but the music really like stuck with me and it makes me emotional and I love it. And my sisters had iPods that I would steal because okay, here's what happened. One Christmas, our big gift was all three of my older sisters got an iPod, and then I got what was called a Disney Mix Max, which was like a little MP3 movie player for Disney. So yeah, I could listen to Disney music and watch movies, and it was really cool. But as I grew a little bit older, I was like, why don't I have an iPod? Um, I got one eventually. Don't worry, but um. I would listen, I would steal their iPods and listen to The Prince of Egypt on it because they all had the soundtrack on it. Um, so when I first heard it was a stage show, I was so excited because I wanted to hear that music live. Mm. And I remember I was in college when I think the first ever video released of like, this is when you believe. And I remember being a little underwhelmed. Mm. Because I thought maybe it would be a bit more glorious, but maybe I'm like, maybe it doesn't translate well because I'm not in the room, you know, like, but I didn't think it was horrible. Um, and then I haven't mm. thought about the stage show ever since. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if, if you've heard Prince of Egypt, you know, the Prince of Egypt episode, you know, for me, it's like an S plus tier movie. Like, I think it's a oh, mm-hmm. animated movie. I think it's, it's really fantastic. I think it's one of the best Christian movies and I mean, again, it's not really a Christian movie because it was made by like a normal studio and normal people. But it is like, I'm not going to say it's pretty faithful to the story because it takes quite a few liberties. But I feel like the essence is still there. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, almost like a Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Like it's it's a story, but it's not the story. Yeah, like it's it's enough where you're, you know, like all the same beats happen. There's just a lot mm-hmm. of like emotion added um, to yeah. it. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, the the stage production is why we're here today. Mm-hmm. Which I I want to say up front, I feel like going into this, I want to make a disclaimer. I want to make three disclaimers. One, I love musical theater. I love stage productions. So I'm not coming into this as like, musical theater is cringe. I like musical theater. Number two, mm-hmm. I understand that during a pro shoot, you don't act like you're in a movie acting for the stage is very different from acting in a movie so there is a level where i have to kind of suspend what i would expect and you know try to put myself if i was in an audience sitting in the back row what um the experience would be like and lastly i don't typically like animated films adapted into stage productions i like beauty and the beast and that's kind of it so going Mm. into this i'm like i just want to put it out there i'm you know that's how i feel about stuff yeah i think you know we've all done theater before so we all have a love for it in its own way so let's highlight that first um sorry for my pausing i'm getting over a cold um not the the people didn't need to know that but um we're also when do you want to do when do you want to do our fun little let's thing? do the fun thing right let's right start now. right now yeah the fun thing Woo! 
Okay, ooh, ooh, I'm going to pull up a random wheel generator. Oh, no. So we can tell who goes first. Okay. So okay. here's right. the fun thing we're going to do. We, you know, we've, we've been doing in the past a little more the positive section and the negative section. But I thought, what if we blended the two? So we're going to put a timer on five minutes each. We're each going to have five minutes where one of us can only be positive and the other two can be positive or negative. Um, and then we're all going to have a turn doing it. So you can't, you have to, you have to, if someone says something negative, you have to say something positive during that time. Okay. Okay. And I would say try to fight it. I mean, if you really don't agree, <laughs> uh, try to change the subject. Um, uh, yep. <laughs> and who's going to keep a timer? Me? Uh, I can. That's fair. Yeah. Is that all right? I can show you guys. I'll just do it on my I phone. I think your games are powers make you the most qualified. I would agree. Thank yes. you. Okay. Here we go. I have a random wheel generator. I know you can't see my screen. That's fine. We all believe you. Yeah. I should have put our names twice. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, it landed on me. All right. All right. I'm first. All right. Well, well. so I guess I should get the ball rolling then. Um, Wait, I got to pull up the timer. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I just want to talk to Jimmy a little bit because I've, I, like Hannah, I got to watch it with you and talk to you about it. Well, yeah, that's fine. But Jimmy. Uh, so you want me to wait to start the timer until you're done talking to no, me? No, you can, you can go ahead and, and oh. start. It's just more so I want to know. I, I have no idea how Jimmy actually felt about this. So maybe we don't even need to. Have him say nothing. What if this is his new favorite thing we've watched? You know, uh, Jimmy. Let's see, yeah. Jimmy. Just kind of like what did you, initially? What are what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, um, I need to be upfront. One, I was unable to finish the movie. I watched it today, and I've had a busy day, so I watched uh, all of Act One before going to Women's Ministry. And then I watched most of the rest of it before going on an online call talking about um, someone was talking about their missions overseas. And I, I heard their their story and their pitch. And then as that call was wrapping up, I got the text, hey, I'm sending the Riverside link. So oh, I was no. unable to digest the whole movie. And it was uh, sporadic taking care of, of Maggie, cooking dinner, all that stuff. But I did enjoy watching it when it was on. Okay. And that will be positive. Anna, since this is your time, <laughs> yeah. there's some positive things. Well, I think right from the start, I think um uh the mom, what's her formal name in like life? Uh ya- Yoshabel in the no, one Jacobed? Maybe it's Jacobed. Horrible. It's I've heard both, so Um yeah, I uh I thought she was perfectly cast. Um I thought her voice was very powerful. It very much um mm. You could tell it was a you know a theater voice, but it blended so beautifully with the uh, original scoring. And I thought, um, I thought the stage setup was really cool. This kind of like uh, slanted rock sort of thing in the middle of the. I thought that was a cool use. It reminded me of Stone. Um, uh, not many people get that reference. Um, <laughs> no, but if you do, um, you get it. Um, okay, yes. well, here, I'm going to, I'm going to come out and tell the truth. Um, Jimmy, I'm, listen, I'm glad you liked it because I'm not going to lie. I said to Hannah, I can't believe we made Jimmy watch this. I, I felt so bad. I think I liked it because I'm like very caveman new equals good. So this is different. <laughs> so this is good. Sure. So sure. I'm a very simple, I'm a very simple man, Zach. Yeah. Well, as I'm, hard as we've been on movies, I'm. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, it's not like I'm, the shift or something. And again, like Hannah yeah. was saying, it is it is a new thing that we're doing. But I will say, um, yeah. the first note that I wrote because again, I I sat down and I was thinking, all right, I I hope that I I hope I really enjoy it. But my first note mm-hmm. was, are these the costumes? I mean, these looked these costumes looked like bad. And going to see other people's reviews, everybody agrees these costumes look well. I wonder if there was some sort of design aspect from the director or costume to make it a bit more um, uh, ancient world (laughs) meets new age. I I don't know. Maybe I'll have to look into that. Make it like approachable. Yeah. New age? Modern. She means modern. It was like he was wearing an oversized white t-shirt and like a fake gold necklace. And And the Power Ranger Ranger designs. I I know you are. And I'm going to make it challenging for you. (laughs) That's part of the fun. Speaking on that, if if we're, while we're still allowed to be negative. Go for it. This is a note. I don't know how I feel. I'm not as... um, theater and and stage as you two are i would say i'm like if it's like if theater was like school right i'd be like in like the fourth or fifth grade like i get it and i'm like able to like function but i'm not an expert so there's a lot for me to learn and stuff but i don't know how i felt about having the uh the led screen in the back changing the pictures i kind of the thing i liked about schools school plays and college plays and going to the city is seeing like a painting or, or moving things. But I did like them using their bodies. Yeah. And I thought there was some really cool, like the fire pit, the fire, the chariots. I thought that was cool. I just don't know how I felt about the screen I, and I'm still feeling it out. How do you feel? About I, I it? agree with you. This is a very kind of, it's a bit of a controversial thing in the musical theater world where like mm-hmm. mean girls utilized a lot of screens and like some other shows did. I personally am with you, though. I don't like it. It takes away okay. from some of the imagination, at least All for right. me. Look at that. Yeah. Um, to the well, hot, hot button. I only have a couple seconds left, so I'll say my nice thought. See all your and positive things. Um, I think one. I loved the fire effect that one time, and um, mm-hmm. and the LED screen. It reminds me of a production I was in a while ago. It was a movement production based on the Exodus, and and um, that's my time. And we did use screens, and it was effective. And since my time is up, but it was effective because we were a very small production. And if they had that fire, why did they only use it one time? Mm. All right, who's positive next? Let's who's positive? see. I, I, I will say while wait, you're wait. while you're spinning the wheel, I I'm gonna say, and this will be really funny if I have to start defending it in the middle. The beginning of this, <laughs> I never really felt the struggle of the Israelites. Like it felt like they were speeding through the song right at the top. I I liked the I really liked the Red Sea. Wow! But it it at the right at the top it felt like rushed. I don't know, Jimmy. Were you feeling the struggle? Also, who has to be nice I, right now? Uh, it Jimmy has to be. Okay. Okay. I will say, being nice, this is a fact. I did not get Your to the time Red just Sea, start. so I don't know how it looks. I'm not the. But I, I will the Nile, watch it after. I meant the Nile River, like oh, at the beginning. Yeah. That dance I thought when was you, cool. You know. Isn't this the wonderful thing about, although I need to be positive, but a positive thing, isn't it wonderful being able to talk about this with friends afterwards <laughs> and digest it? Because I, I never thought about how much they rushed. Because, yeah, they're kind of like work, but it's almost like they're working, not slaves yeah. in the beginning. And that is just a statement, not a negative statement. That is <laughs> Man, just my job how they stinks. appear. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, uh, just another shift in the factory. <laughs> guess, 
guess I'm never going to grow out of this little coal mining town. But it's supposed to be like 400 years of yeah, like, like, let me out. Not only are your parents, but yeah, your grandparents the and their grandparents. slavery aspect didn't seem like, the slave acting did not seem like, please save us. It just, yeah. it, it, like, that didn't translate well on stage, I guess I could say. like, um, And the fact that they're all played by these really attractive, ripped gentlemen, it, like, okay. I, I get, you can't, I get it. Like, you can't, like, mm-hmm. you have to cast people who are physically fit for the role. Right. I understand. Yeah, especially with the things that these people do. Definitely. They're not just dancers. Well, that's these people the other thing athletes. I was going to say. The like, dancing is the very choreography. sometimes. Well, sometimes. Is. Okay, I have a thing where today I feel like Broadway is a little more under choreographed than it used to be. Sure. Uh, where I feel this show was um, over choreographed. I yeah. think everything was choreographed way more than it needed to be. Um, and I really questioned some of the choices, um, but I'm not a choreographer. Mm. I can't speak to that. But I will say, like, it's funny seeing them doing the most with their bodies when they're supposed to be, like, weak and tired. Yeah. <laughs> like, But then again, as a choreographer, like, how do you balance that line, right? Yeah. Like, of, uh, they got to move, but they're also, like... Mm-hmm. Well, while we're talking about moving, like, I knew the chariot race was going to be a challenge for them to pull off. Immediately, no. And it, like, I mean, I get that they try to make their bodies, like, but it's like, when you're using the screens and stuff like that, I don't know, it, like, kind of loses all of its energy for me. And again, maybe if I was in the audience. If it was static. Okay, this is going to say, this is going to sound really horrible. Yeah. Because I love Mm -hmm. kind of interactive and um, collaborative theater. Um, but when you're using other people as the props, it kind of reminds me of a really cheap production that like I did growing up right. where I played mm-hmm. a prop or like I sat on someone once because they played positive, a chair. Positive thought. Aren't we most creative when we have limited resources? Much like didn't the, didn't the Israelites have limited resources when they took their straw and their stuff away and they still had to make bricks <laughs> at the same amount as before? And what did these people do? They made bricks without straw. Here is my thing. If you wanted to oh, go funny. if you oh, wanted to gosh. go the Lion King stage adaptation route, where that show is very like it's kind of um I don't want to say it's bare bones, but like the the costuming you're able to kind of see through it and see the actor on the inside and they do use a lot of like working with each other's bodies here's the thing they don't have the digital screens so it's kind of like mm-hmm. i'm supposed to believe that your body is a chariot while you have all these screens doing this yeah. crazy stuff mm-hmm. like that was yeah. when i was like yeah. no i i don't buy it and yeah. it's also like i'm sorry how many backgrounds do you need in this story because i don't think you need enough to justify having that temple screen. Temple set up props on stage. Also, like, temple there were pyramids. no sets on stage though. There pyramids. were no sets. Yeah. Midian, no, they, like there was no sets. Listen, I had to do a pro shoot like for just a little small, tiny, tiny thing during the pandemic. But even for that, we like built basic enough sets to make it look like a, you know the semblance of a marketplace. And because it was a stage production, it it worked out. This one, I don't mm. remember any like big sets or set I changes. I think there might have really. been only ten props. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and that's yeah. like, come on, like. Just- but we walked away remembering the people. So yeah, I, I agree. A positive <laughs> thought is, I wish they would have committed to the stripped down feel totally. And I a hundred percent agree with sure. that. And that's where it shined. It shined the most. I a um, million percent agree. You know, I don't want to quote um, 
something during Jimmy's time, but I, I think of little women when they talk about how Beth was the best of us. Um, mm. and, and Jimmy is the best of us <laughs> with, with how he's being oh. positive. Yes, he is. Um, uh, moving Moving on. 15 seconds. I do want to say. 15 seconds. All right. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Buzzer shots. 15 Buzzer seconds. shots. Other good things. Uh, one, auspicious is a new what I learned. One. Another one. Nefertari is kind of cool, and I think she's fun. Uh, number three, I think the chem- the brothers had good chemistry. I feel like they loved each other at times. Well, listen. When I know I have to be positive next. When they said Nefertari. I Yes. When they said Nefertari, right, I, I was like, ooh. Some inspiration from the Charlton Heston Ten Commandments. Interesting. And I thought there was a good setup for Nefertiri. Like, I was like, ooh, she's going to be a cool villain. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. Th- yeah. Was some- I, I thought she was fun. Nefertiri. I don't know if she added to the story. Yeah. When they added in that she was royalty, why would Pharaoh be Pharaoh if she's like the ancient, like, Egyptian? Like, that makes no sense oh i loved it why would he be royalty why could he have the throne if she was the oldest uh, oldest royal family in egypt Uh, it makes no sense listen hannah let me tell you i loved it so much because when i'm waiting for songs i need some really exciting political dialogue to keep me engaged and i was I, (laughs) i was so happy to listen to nefertiri just talk about like how rich she is for for 15 minutes you know i didn't even want to hear the the songs that i was here for i was like good this is good that you know this really needs to slow down stop dancing stop singing stop moving the plot and and get to the and get to the talking i think that she was really funny in the first act yeah and i like what she did that's really what stood out i think in the second act i wish they gave her more dialogue to talk about mourning Mm -hmm um and tribulations because i think it could have been something very powerful but it was just kind of like and here's her one song and she doesn't have any other lines bye well but hannah isn't that morning we don't always understand it we don't always get it and sometimes we just sing one song and then and then we're out and then we're done you know and that and that's it we don't have to explain our sorrow to anyone right can i mention one more thing yes uh, from earlier that I forgot to say, um, or I couldn't because I was being positive. You're Why? Because. No, I hate the costuming. I hate the costuming. Oh, I loved it. Because it does not fit the time period. It looks like the 1600s. It does not look like like BC, you know? it does. Mm-hmm. And Why is Pharaoh wearing Prince Eric's wedding suit from The Little Mermaid? Because we in love... In ancient the- Egypt. Because in... In jo- ancient Egypt. Because in Joseph King of Dreams, Jody Benson sings, and this is like six degrees of separation because mm. that's the prequel to the, the Prince of Egypt. I got it. Also, that made perfect sense. When to me. when um when uh Moses meets uh Miriam and Aaron for the first time, I'm gonna quote somebody who I was watching the movie with who said, I'm so glad the slaves have an entire goat to eat on stage right now. <laughs> who said that? It could never be me. It couldn't have been Mr. Positive. <laughs> it no certainly way. could never be me. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jimmy, if I'm taking over your time. No, that's I. I love this. I, I like. I like the little uh, sneak peek behind the scenes Ooh. of how you watch the movie together. <laughs> Here's a fun thing. Here's a fun prompt, Zach. What did you think about Miriam? Oh man, let me tell you. I I you know having done theater, 
you always get like kids who just kind of come in and in this day and age of like mumblecore movies and things like that sometimes that works its way onto the stage and it doesn't work you know what i want i want all my lines screamed at me i want all of my lines almost sung there were so many times where i was like oh good like this is a lame-is-esque style oh she's talking what a cool interesting good choice please because you know with this day Hannah, and age, i feel like zach's breaking the rules if i don't have I subtitles like zach's breaking the if rules i too. don't have yeah. subtitles i can't hear i need all the lines screamed at me how so dare you roast was, my father like that listen and I, it was so much fun <laughs> i had a great time watching miriam I, I had a smile on my face every time she was on screen. You still have 40 seconds. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? I could go the, oh, what's the whole thing rest of the episode. Like, what, what, what's another thing you didn't like, Hannah? What can we get him? Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh. <laughs> Why was Zipporah written like this? Ooh. I, I didn't like her all day. Oh, all day. Um, because I love how in the first movie she um does not dance for them and tries to run away because she was taken. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, Fair. Am I done? Yep. You just finished. Now it is. There's a. There's Should a we do another round? Yeah, that was bad. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another round. All right. I guess I'm starting. Uh, yeah, that was that was really bad. All right. Um, I just started. Um, was it bad or it was it? Was it a feminist take on if she wants to dance, she's going to dance because it's her choice. I don't think she wanted to dance. Um, Being that it was like a it was like um like stomp. It was like step up. I'm here and I'm going to dance to show you how cool I am. Well, here's the thing. I I, I actually I didn't like that choice that they made because it was Mm. it made Moses seem very like he's like ooh I want to see her dance (laughs) ha 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 like it whereas like I got to compare it to the animation it's more like he's being silly. And then realizes mm. that he hurt her feelings. Uh, or I mean, that's a dumb way to put it. But he realizes like, oh, that's like a human being with feelings. This was more like she escapes from his, his room. And he's like, whoa, that was kind of cool. And there's not the sense of like wonder and like, ooh, who is this person? You know what I mean, Jimmy? Mm. Yeah. I'm getting it. I was just sorry. I was just um, hot keying Zipporah in my Bible app just to get a little bit more. Yeah, I didn't do any research before because it's been a long day. Well, Jim, uh, I mean, Hannah read Exodus most recently. I'm not there yet, yeah. but um, for this year, I don't remember there being much mentioned about her that we see no, in this. There's really not, um, or most of I feel like where Zipporah is mentioned is actually post story. Yeah, um, mm. it kind of just talks about how he marries her. Um, yeah, there's more with Jethro. Um, Can I say that this was the um, I started a why did I do this to us count and it was around this point where uh, she escaped that I, I screamed out why did I do this to us count number two. Um, um, but, <laughs> but but now we get to do such a new episode and something historic yep. in the Godfellas yeah. world. I yep. mean truly uh, just think of what you did Zach. Something great. Yeah I'm going to say though. You spent our money to <laughs> I am going to say sorry. Uh, listen, that was a low blow. I'm sorry. I'm glad, I agreed. <laughs> I'm glad Jimmy was able to have a good time. But mm-hmm. what I wrote was like, I can't imagine having to watch this. Like, I know I'm watching it, 
But if mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to like yell at the screen or get up and get snacks, like if I were watching this at like church or something, I would have a really hard mm. time. But I will say something that I did like moving on. There was the the scene after like he meets Miriam, which her acting way over the top. I was totally lying. That was I think that Ooh. she you were, resembles You weren't being honest, Zach. Who said we have to be honest when we're being on, positive? That was lost on me. I, think, I mean you were being um, her <laughs> makeup was very pretty. Yes. I, I really believe that. Yes, I, I do. That's the point where Hannah is, where you need to start commenting on physical things. I, I do want to say that there's a the part where, like, Moses is like, oh, because I'm not in your family when I die, I'm not going to get to, like, go into, the like, the house of the dead with all of you. And so I liked, mm. I liked that there was kind of this whisper that God invites everyone to be part of his family. And, mm. like, it's not a, a deal of, like, legacy, and some families are just better than others, right? It's like, we're mm. new creations. But that's very New Testament. So that was me bringing something to it, I thought. But mm-hmm. I, did you catch that, Jimmy, or, or not really? No, but I love that you, you honed in on that. And then if this is church, and we are doing the five-minute after, like, a devotional and altar call thing that happens after these kinds of things, you can totally say, and remember when... There's a place for you. Yeah, I family. thought the mom. You don't need to be born into it. I thought yeah. the mom was in it a lot. She was in it a lot. <laughs> I, I, I I do want. Well, I mean, do I do I bring this up now? Is my question. <laughs> I feel like there wasn't a lot of reverence for Yahweh in this. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, but Hannah, how much more time do you have? We want. I want to hear positive things from you. Four seconds. All right, give us your bullet points. Um, um, I thought the actor who played Moses sounded great during All I Ever Wanted, one of my preferred songs from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just commenting on his singing. I'm not commenting on the blocking because I think it could have been really cool for him to be alone if I were blocking the show on my own. Um, mm. And... Um, um, is um a positive thing? um is i'm thinking <laughs> um is positive until my time runs out no until... i genuinely don't know what to say he took um, a knee well, well we <laughs> should talk i mean jimmy's about Time's to lose up. His, jimmy's about to lose his right to talk here let's give jimmy like a okay. two minute window because yeah. i think he was on to something um but uh, I, yeah yeah we were saying this is and i once again the last time i saw the prince of egypt the movie was in the back of a 12 passenger van 14 years ago so i don't know how much they talked about god in there but yeah this feels like a story of the prince of egypt and not about god i think they mentioned like deliver us a few times and then they have everybody kind of speak as god which was kind of interesting i don't know once again we could talk through how we feel but i didn't feel like i didn't feel like god was in this Musical or this chilies. No, well, or this chilies. Well, uh, to talk about what you were mentioning, Jimmy, is um, I think in Prince of Egypt, the burning bush sequence is so powerful to me. Like, I remember mm-hmm. as a child being really moved by it and still moved by it now. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they did was they really couldn't find the voice of God in that one. And they had done multiple recordings with like a chorus of people talking at once. But then they said, wait a minute, Egypt has multiple gods. Yahweh is one. So mm. for them in Animated Prince of Egypt to come to that conclusion, but then wow. in this move, in this show. To, they go backwards. Yeah, it felt like what? really strange to me. 
you know like for yeah. for having an led screen and fire that comes out of the stage the burning bush was just a bunch of people standing i thought it was very underwhelming it was very underwhelming and and jimmy the movie the animated movie really does mention god a lot it's it's a very yeah. okay. i think holy film and not just another sense of it doesn't just hit christianity but a lot of the people involved in the film were jewish what so yeah. i would mm-hmm. say it really does take a it, it kind of blends and muslim both, and muslim yeah. so it really does blend the three religions in a perspective it's it, 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 it's a pretty full picture of moses yeah it really is and it's beautifully mm. done um and they put a spoiler not a spoiler what, what do you call it at a, the beginning there's like a yeah. disclaimer of like we're disclaimer. taking some creative license but we believe that the essence of the story is true to, did you mention that in the godfellas episode or did. something or like yeah. the council okay i remember that the, yeah okay. um but i think jimmy has to start saying nice things now. yes he does yeah. and All right. go okay what are some things that like you genuinely like jimmy because i'm you said wait 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 wait. you said jethro at the beginning can we yeah. talk jethro yeah sure let's talk jethro um once again i haven't been in exodus recently um at the end of the show we'll talk about how i'm gonna be there pretty soon <laughs> but, but uh um he just felt like he was warm and he felt like he he cared about people and he, i also feel like he i don't he felt like he pointed to God in the, his song. I forget what the lyrics are specifically, oh. but if you remember it, he's like, "Oh yeah, you need you are like a a, a piece of string in a tapestry or something." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thread picture. in the tapestry, tapestry, how it's color yeah. Look at your life through it. That's and that's like almost word for word what's in the animated movie. Okay, yeah. so that's a song that transfers over. See, I didn't know that. It's a great song. It's I feel a like he, yeah, and I feel like he points to God more than some other characters yeah. do yeah. even if indirectly yeah. so that's why i liked him and i just thought he was like fun like well, it's yeah. you, you, you gotta act it out and be speaking loud and- to your jethro comment about jethro in the bible jethro is again having just read this uh, one of my favorite characters i've read so far um mm-hmm. chronologically and he is a beautiful beautiful story mentioned in uh during the journey to the promised land. So it's not in the, it's not in the movie, but it's Exodus 18, I believe where he comes and he meets with Moses who is exhausted because he's dealing with everyone's problems. And he, he does a beautiful thing and teaches Moses about the holiness and the reverence that lies within delegation and that you don't have to do things Mm. alone. It's a beautiful chapter. I highly recommend everyone reads it, but, um, I like that Jethro, I'll say this, I like that Jethro is, um, in these adaptions, so jolly, because I think it, it brings such a light, a lightheartedness in the middle of such a complex story. Mm. So I, I definitely thought the actor portrayed jolliness. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked his acting. Um, it is one where... Um, I don't know. I think just realistically, Brian Stokes Mitchell sings the original song. I wasn't crazy about this guy's singing voice. And actually knowing now that he was like um, not the original, I would have liked to have seen the original guy because Mm. maybe he did have a really good voice. But I thought Jethro's acting was good enough. But once he started singing, it's a little disappointed. But like realistically, like I said, I think I just don't want to hear anybody but Brian Stokes Mitchell sing it. And that's there you go. And not being not being precious about it. It almost felt earnest. Like you talked. Sure. You know, hunch hunchbacky 
like really like it felt like something and i think and that's, isn't it that's fair yeah, yeah. isn't it interesting the joy that we can see even despite our situation joy isn't happiness definitely but Bethro projects joyfulness and he he has that understanding yeah i could do something so dirty right now what would that be to jimmy yes right. do it uh, Jimmy, what do you think about that scene with uh, Zipporah and Moses uh, kind of weirdly talking about themselves through animals? Sheep specifically? Just before the burning bush and there's a little bit of um, flirting, not with them, but with some other creatures. Yeah. Uh, I will be, this is a transparent, I, this is a little peek behind how I watch movies with a toddler and cooking dinner. So uh, there were potatoes in the oven and the timer went off, and I took them out, and I flipped them over, and I basted them with a little butter, and I put them back in. And I kind of caught the scene a little bit. I did catch the, the moment that we're all thinking about, yep. and that we know, if you know how you know. Um, but other than that, I, I was not present in that moment, and I don't know how I feel about it. But I know that it was a scene in this musical. I think how they fell in love. On... I know that it was a scene in this musical. <laughs> Jimmy, your time's up. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, Woof. I'll give Zach a minute before I start. Um, yeah. I so think... how did, how else did it go? Because I caught like the tail end. They're sitting. It's just that weird. Happened. Well, they're like, look, I named that one Zipporah, and she goes, "You named a goat after me," and he was like, "Yeah," and then uh, he's like, "That one I call Moses," and he's like, "Oh, look, he's kissing her." And then they like make out and then it's like, oh, oh, they're doing more. And it's like, they're making little goats. And I was like, uh, uh. and she kind oh, of boy. is like, oh, mo- oh, ooh. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a very uncomfortable yeah, it was weird. moment. I don't like how they fall in love on stage. I think it makes way more sense in the movie. Yeah. Um, how do they fall in love in the movie? You just see little glimpses of him working and her helping him and well one he doesn't again it's not like she escapes he kind of helps her escape Mm. in the movie so there's not the total sense of you made me dance and humiliate myself it's like you embarrassed me but then you helped me escape i know there's something Mm. good about you and then through the musical from the well yeah which the well in this mm -hmm. stage show looked cool from above but why can't you just get a freaking prop. Start my time, please. Started. It was no. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. Well, if we can, I think it is interesting. If you can make anything with your bodies, once again, and that's yes. If you're talking about that, it it blurs the line. You you have to commit to the bare bones if you're going to commit to the bare bones. You can't. You what? can't. You need to be hot or cold. You cannot be lukewarm. Well, really no skilled dancers in this show. I will say. Yeah. They were good. Athletes. You know what I want to bring up? I want to bring up Act 2. Yes, let's do it. Where we we got to see this great, great moment where Ramesses and Nefertari, um, they have a beautiful little baby. And that was a prop. So, Zach, what do you think about the baby? What just fell over? My phone. I dropped my phone. I've never seen that baby before. I missed the baby. Look at the baby's Um, neck. I'm so sorry. Look at the baby's neck. It stayed like that for uh, a long time. And, And, you know, it's it's something where I think there's a lot of... of, This is the meanest thing you've ever done. This is making me be positive right now. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say. It made me laugh. He's he's pleading the fifth. You know what? You know what? It made me text my friend who just became a father, and we had a great laugh. 
about about that oh. scene. So I'm grateful that that happened. Yeah. Oh, you had that connection. <laughs> <laughs> connection. Yep. Speaking of Act Two, because yeah. we only have a few minutes left. Um, I hated Act Two. I hated mm. it so much. I hated what they did to the story. Um, Listen, when I come back from intermission, my brain's already a little bit fried. So I need something that if I get up and go get a bowl of ice cream or a, or a sparkling water, I don't really miss too much. So let it be messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, this is the thing is like, I barely paid attention at act two. Like, that's how bad it was. And one, they ruined the plagues, which is arguably the best song in. You didn't like, soundtrack. you didn't like see them like doing all that 90s dancing no. with like and they like, changed the melody for Moses and Ramesses when they were doing the robot um also the song right after the angel of death is incredibly insensitive um it was the you not, have to live with yourself it song. was not appropriate not appropriate all these mothers just losing their child trigger warning i'm so sorry i just blatantly put that out there i apologize well, if you know the story you know the story but yeah. um and then Moses is just like little guitar it's like I want to put you around. Well, I will. Well, I will. If if you... Um... I just care. Anyway. What is that? Is someone, like, knocking? No, it's me. Oh, okay. She's <laughs> being musical. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, yeah, our landlord, like, stop. Song, Hannah. Are we, are we thinking about the same song where he's like, And I have to live with yes. myself. Is that... Do you know anything about, about the production, about the writers or anything is there an angle that's coming with that are we using this to maybe comment on the atrocities that christians we have committed over the years in the name of god anything I coming say, is it or are we i would say maybe digging deeper if it was a different writer than the movie how much time gotcha. and that would be almost like a like a satire thing like well at least you know you gotta live with yourself because we have to win and kill you have a minute and a half yeah. okay um all right zach Listen, one more thing. What, what are your thoughts about this song, Positive yeah. Pete? Uh, the guy has a nice singing voice. Um, I liked when the song was over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. It was totally inconsequential to like the rest of the thing. So you could totally forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if the intermission you thought, like, I'm doing pretty well. I don't need to, you know, get up or do something. This is a perfect time to do it. And that's what I need. Mm-hmm. I like I have a little app on my phone called Run P, and if I'm going to a movie that's going to be a little bit longer, uh, you know, I start it when the movie starts, and it'll buzz in my pocket when like there's like a little five minute window when I can use the restroom. And I felt like that's what this song was. So you know, that's but you can't really run P yeah. at the theater. Look, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah, can't really. You could, yeah. but it's not appropriate. You should. Yeah, but yeah. you know it. It, listen, as, uh, as emergencies our lovely, happen. lovely um, friend who has uh, so recently passed talks about theater etiquette. It's yes. really not appropriate it, mm-hmm. uh, for those listening. If you're going to a show. Don't yeah, that song that. was awful. That song was so right, Zach, regular. Zach, 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 welcome back. Listen, I'm going to say one more thing. OK, Um, this is what I don't get. It's the same composer. Steven, I love your work. What were these new songs? He was checked out, I think. Two mm. same screenwriter. At writing the book for this show, uh, the religion was taken out, which I don't get considering how much of a hit the first film, like the film is. 
like I would say the film's even on a like a VeggieTales level where like non-religious people watch the film and yes. enjoy it mm-hmm. and love it. And yeah, so why I, did you need to take it out? Like I understand that changes have to be made for a stage show. I think of Newsies, right? Mm-hmm. They changed Bill Pullman's character. That was Bill Pullman, right? Christian Bale? No, no, no. I don't know. Let's just say this. Let's just say no. changes need to be made. Yeah, changes need to be made. Like they changed the guy character. Oh my gosh, did I say Bill Pullman? Did you yes. mean Chris? Yeah. No, I was right. Okay. Okay. In Newsies? Yeah, he plays like the reporter guy. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. They changed his character to be a woman on stage, which at first you're like, why? But then it's like, oh, well, there's really no other females in the cast. Like it makes sense. Mm. And it doesn't like doesn't change change the story yeah but this these changes Mm. really change the story they do because moses doesn't like moses is commissioned by god and all these things Mm -hmm. are like god speaking through him and so like that's important to the story because it's like well ramesses moses isn't doing these things you know like this is this is Mm -hmm. the justice for his people where then moses is the one who's like why am i doing this that's like what well maybe let's get to the biggest fault of all because i totally agree with you hannah and in my manners, I'll kind of talk a little bit more about um, what I'm getting at. But Jimmy, you said you didn't get to see the end. Yeah. Now, but I did read about it. And does does this happen? Here's what I think happens really from quick, the internet. If you, if you haven't seen this and you're planning to and you don't want any spoilers, because even if you've read the Bible, this is a big this is spoiler. what happens. Yeah. I, you know, now would be a good time to maybe turn off okay. the episode, watch it. Come back. Spoiler starts. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back. So does does do Pharaoh and Moses like make up after they make up in the middle of the Red Sea? In the middle of the Red Sea. That's amazing. (laughs) That is like like all the people get through and Ramses is like, I've got you now. And he goes, Wait, why are we even doing this, man? Like, we're brothers. Come on, like I can go be a leader to my people. You can be a leader to yours. And Ramses is like, yeah, you know, I never really thought of that, man. You know what? I'm going to go back to Egypt and do my thing. And Moses is like, yeah, you are. And everyone's going to remember you for being a great king. And Moses and Ramses is like, what? yeah, straight up. And he's, up. yeah, he's like, Ramses the Great, they're going to call you. And Ramses is like, oh, man, bro, like you're just so good with these people. And I see it. And you know what? Like, I'm never going to see you again. But, bro, I love you, man. All right. And then, like, um, Hotep, the, the garden, is like, don't let them get away. And Pharaoh's like, okay, if you, if you don't want to listen to me, I'll see you later. And then the Red Sea collapses on them, and then the show ends. That is I have been journeying to Bethlehem twice. Incredible. Yeah, I was going to say, was this journey, you took the words, hand. I was like, yeah, did they journey to Bethlehem? It? They did. Is that, do we have to, is that, like, a movie thing or a new thing, like, you have to leave on a good note. Like we just can't let some, so. some people are bad and they can be. So I'm reading a book called well, the good note. Is that they're free? I'm reading a book called um, <laughs> with all its teeth. Yeah, Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm reading with all its teeth by Josh Porter. And he's talking about how the, the issue with Christian media, he makes a point about how for Christian media, that it kind of exists in this weird bubble where it has to be positive and uplifting and all of this, even sometimes at the Caleb expense, Radio. even at the expense of sometimes being like biblically accurate, like as long as mm. it fits inside of this safe and sanitized box, it's good. And I feel like this is kind of there, but I know it's not necessarily made. I know it's made for maybe a more esoteric audience, but not necessarily like mm-hmm. the Christian audience. You know what I mean? Mm. Gotcha. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And that loses a little bit of a 
a little bit of a punch. There's yeah. Yeah, well, because almost yeah, you're justifying. Be- because to me, I would say in the animated movie, and I know you don't really remember it. The animated movie. I remember the fish swimming on the side. That was really cool. That was dope. Yeah, yeah. that's all. That's all I got. Yeah, but in the animated movie, <laughs> in the animated movie, there's this sense that Moses and Ramses are like really brothers who really love each other, right? And mm. that's extra biblical. I know. But what can mm-hmm. I take away from that? Because if we're thinking that, you know, you can learn something from any artistic piece, it's that God's calling does call us sometimes to abandon everything else, even when it breaks our heart. And even though, like, mm. Ramses is going to hold on to, you know, being oppressive and evil and doing all the things that he knows that he shouldn't, even though it breaks Moses' heart, he knows God's way is so much better you know, and we talk all the time about like a better plan that God has mm. and that like his way is best, even though there's pain. And the movie kind of ends a little bit tragically where he like, you know, looks at his brother from across the Red Sea because his brother's been like kind of destroyed by all of this. And he just has to say goodbye and walk into his new life. So it's, it's a bittersweet thing. This mm. made it like everything is OK. And I don't like that. You know, like Mm. following God calls us to make sacrifices in our lives. Mm. 